This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello, we're here for More Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Gretch. Happy Christmas Eve. Oh, happy Christmas Eve to you. It makes me happy to talk to you on Christmas Eve. Today, we will talk about a follow-up to a Try This at Home we talked about years ago on the Happier Podcast, and we'll talk about a great snack. It is so wonderful to have a new, excellent, healthy snack And speaking of that, Elizabeth, what is something making you more happier? All right, Gretch, sometimes it's the little things. Yeah, it's often it's the little things. Often it's the little things. What is making me happier right now is hard-boiled eggs. Okay, how do you get them? How do you consume them? Yeah, so I have gone through phases of my life of eating a lot of hard-boiled eggs, but for the last couple of years, I haven't for whatever reason. And so Mm -hmm. I have been creating this delicious snack. So I have hard-boiled eggs, and then I cut them in half, and I pop out the yolk and replace it with hummus, okay? Mm. And this is such a delicious snack, healthy, and it really is so delicious that it's satisfying and tides Mm -hmm. me over for a long time. Okay, but so my question is, I'm confident that when I was on my egg cooker kick and I was giving everybody in my life an egg cooker, my Krupp's egg cooker, I gave you one. Are you using your Krupp's egg cooker or are you doing it rogue? (laughs) Okay, Gretchen. Well, one, I need to find that because you did give me one and I know it's somewhere. So I have to search that out. But what I've been doing is either I have boiled them myself Mm -hmm. or I also have bought them from the store. You can buy like six just peeled hard-boiled eggs, which makes it really easy. But I need to get my egg cooker. It's about the right level of cooking for you and me, Elizabeth. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's that's about as much. We get the satisfaction of knowing you deserve yourself. But you know what the thing is about my regret about eggs Hmm. is I love eggs. I eat so many eggs, and I love looking at eggs. Eggs are so beautiful. 
but I feel like they, I wish they had a better name, a mellifluous mm. name. Egg, it's just yeah. such a blunt word that I feel like if they had a beautiful name, people would realize how, like, just the colors of eggs, the shapes of eggs, the elegance of eggs. Yes. The- well, and now, you know, Gretch, Sarah, my writing partner and co-host of Happier in Hollywood, is all about chickens. Oh, yes. So that takes eggs to a whole other level. She gets her eggs from her backyard. I have a friend who has chickens now, and she dropped off some, like, what do you call them, homemade eggs? <laughs> yeah, homegrown. <laughs> homegrown eggs. Yeah, well, Sarah could probably tell you which hen they came from. Oh, for sure. She's going deep into chickens. (laughs) Um, But Um, yes, so I'm eating a lot of hard-boiled eggs, and it's making me happy. Oh, What is making you happier? Well, I'm really excited for Go Outside 23 and 23. Every time we have one of these annual challenges, I get super fired up for walk and read and rest, and I love going outside. And I realized that the thing is, I feel like this is something where it's a treat that I get to treat like an assignment, mm. and which was kind of like read 21 and 21, where it's like you sort of get permission that you have to do something that's actually fun and pleasurable and relaxing and beautiful. And so maybe it's the upholder in me, but I like getting a gold star for something that I want to do anyway. And I think I will be more likely to spend more time outside. Yeah, I know I will be, Gretch. There was that whole months and months where I was really good about every morning yeah, going outside with the dogs and mm-hmm. drinking my coffee outside instead of watching news yeah, inside. I remember that. And somehow maybe it was a cold snap. I don't know. I fell out of it and I have been not doing that. I've been letting them out and then sitting on the couch watching the news. So I'm going to use go outside 23 and 23 as my marker to go, okay, it's time to start going outside in the morning again. Right. right. So I'm glad we're doing this because a hundred percent, it will get me outside a lot more. Well, and I realize that going to the Met every day, I love, love, love going to the Met, but I'm indoors. And I think I was spending more time like in Central Park. Mm. So I need to think about how I'm going to think about going to the Met every day and outside 23 and 23, because I can definitely do both of them, but I want to think that through. So I'm pondering how I'm going to set that up for myself, because I do feel like I, in the past, spent more time outside And I'm excited to have a way to like reclaim that outside time. I really hope that listeners will post photos for hashtag outside 23 and 23 because I think everybody gets very fired up when they see other people doing it and also get ideas for how people are thinking about it. So I think that's going to be really fun to see how people interpret it. So I I think every part of it is going to be really engaging and energizing. So it's really making me happier to think about that. Um, Yes, I can't wait. Okay, Gretch, coming up, we've got happier in action, but first this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. 
And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Gretchen, it's happier in action, which is when we talk about how one of our tips was used in the real life, IRL, as yeah. one says. Okay, so I was thinking about you, Elizabeth, because I don't even remember when this was, but like a long time ago, we talked about... It was actually a suggestion that came from a friend, and this is a friend using the suggestion. So so one of my friends had made the suggestion, which we turned into a try this at home, which is if you have a challenging question where something's happened in your life and you know people are going to be asking you questions about it, but it makes you uncomfortable. So my friend said, come up with like your talking points, craft an answer, think it through, wordsmith it so it's short, it's to the point, it communicates what you want to communicate. And then you just know what you're going to say, because she was saying a lot of times part of what is anxiety provoking about these challenging questions is that you're searching for words and you you want to find the right thing to say. You don't want to say too much. You don't want to get bitter or whatever, but you want to say enough and you want to say it right. So she's like, plan it out. So like an example, Gretch, would be if you're getting a divorce and everyone's asking how you're doing, I could see that you'd want to have a prepared answer. Right. You have sort of a concise statement that you would just basically say every time and then yeah. you wouldn't have to rethink it every time you would know. And, he, and then you would get it just right. Exactly. And in fact, that's my friend. That was the context. She was going through divorce and that's mm. exactly the context where she did it. So I had a friend who she'd had these big jobs, then she like was between and she was doing consulting and this, that, and the other thing. And time went by and then she's like, okay, I need to get back out there. And she was saying to me, oh my gosh, you know, it's time to get back out there. I've got to start like networking. People are going to be like, hey, what are you up to? And I really, I need to do that thing where like, you know, I make it sound as interesting and exciting. And, but I also say like, hey, I'm looking for the new thing. And I just, I just dread that. And I said, okay, what you do is you come up with your answer. You sit down, you wordsmith it out, you have your answer. 
this is what I've been doing, sum it up in some kind of interesting, concise, impressive way, <laughs> and then explain what you want, what you're looking for in exactly the way that you feel like captures what you want so that you're not groping for words. So, and you know, I can be kind of a happiness bully, you know, yes, you, you gave me that you name can. because it's like, I was like, here's what you do a little bit insistently. Yeah. But then she said to me, it was the holiday time. And so you see a bunch of people right. and she said to me, hey, I ran into a bunch of people and they'd be like, hey, what are you up to? And I was able to say, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And she said it worked really well. I felt a lot less anxious and I'm getting a really great response. Oh, good. And now I feel excited about it because I am seeing that people are like excited for me and want to help and are helping. And so it worked really well. So that was just a great example of how kind of having your talking points planned out really did get her through this tricky transition time and kind of get her back out there in a way that she felt very much less anxious about than she had been feeling. Yes. You don't want to not see people just because you don't want to answer a particular question. It's so good to have like an answer. Yeah. So good to have an answer. Oh, good. Yeah. Happier in action, Gretch. Happier in action. Okay. Do we have a spotlight on a tool? Yes. Okay. So we're, you know, this is the beginning of the new year. So we have all these new year tools and strategies. There's the one word theme. There's the yearly challenge. I'm very excited for Go Outside 23 and 23. I'm also very excited to be making my 23 and 23 list. Elizabeth, I know you and I are already starting to email back and forth about what we're going to do. Sometimes we copy each other, so we have to like coordinate to see if there's ones we both want to do. I also want to figure out what I want to carry forward. And I'm realizing now there's some things that I want to put on my list every year. They're just like Ah. repeating ones. I want to use the number 23 in some way. Mm. Oh, but here's, here's interesting. Um, we got an email from Beth, and she said, my daughter and I were chatting recently about my progress on my 22 for 22 list. Time is running out, and there are many things yet to be completed. I then mentioned that I needed to begin crafting my 23 for 2023 list, and she made an interesting observation. Rather than add on things with each passing year in the century, why not shift the focus to the 20 and instead frame it as 20 for 2023, 20 for 2024, 20 for 2025. Ah. It still carries the same rhythm, but doesn't make the list too long or unwieldy. What I thought was interesting about this is, Elizabeth, we're starting to hear from people who are like already preemptively anxious about what are we going to do in 2055, which I, I love know. the fact that they, they're, I love in, you it know, too. they're projecting two decades in the future. But there are many numerical creative solutions if you feel like the numbers are getting too high. And Beth has a great example, which is just focus on the 20. 20 yes. is a great number. One year, didn't I do 10 items? I added one in nine for yes. 2019 and did 10, yes. I believe. Yeah. Yes. Well, and also, I think, did you use 22 like you wanted to read 22 novels or something like that? So I think mm-hmm. sometimes you can use the number 23. You could use it in some kind of creative way. Like, right. I want to try 23 new recipes, or I want yes. to learn 23 new songs on the guitar, or I want to read 23 novels, or watch 23 classic movies, or whatever. And what I love is that there's this idea of making the list. It's more fun and more whimsical and fresher than the New Year's resolution, but there's no right way or wrong way. So you can use your imagination to customize it and play with it. And I, I, I yeah, add up the numbers. You could do all kinds of things. Yes. But the tool, if, if you are, are going to do the classic 23 and 23, or you want to use that as your base, if you go to GretchenRubin.com slash resource slash 23 hyphen four hyphen 2023 hyphen list. So it's 23 for 2023 list with hyphens in between. 
you can find it there. Also, it's just at the top of the resources page. So just to go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources, <laughs> and you'll find it there because we've already had people asking, hey, when are you going to have the 2023 list available? It is available now. Check it out. However you want to make your list, though, is fine. You do not have to feel bound to the 23 if you don't want to do 23. Make it your own. Yeah, and just to remind people, this is like, I mean, these can be tiny things. These can be big things. There's no rules here. This is like meant to be fun and inspiring. This is not an albatross. It's not meant to be, at least, an albatross. This is meant to be fun and whimsical. Some people have some they want to do, some they have to do, some have career, family, friends health. Some it's just a free for all. Yeah. And some it's just pure fun, whatever. All right. Well, we'll be revealing ours, Scratch, pretty soon I cannot soon wait. Here. I can't. I keep adding stuff to mine. I'm really excited. Yes. I keep texting myself. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, Gretch, there's something you've been meaning to ask me. First is break. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has Greenlight. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm-hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Gretch, I love eating sandwiches like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter sandwich is my ideal lunch, but I'm very aware of my carb intake, so oftentimes I avoid sandwiches. Luckily, Hero Bread has remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus it has protein and fiber. I have been using it to make grilled cheeses, and I use their tortillas to make a cheese quesadilla, and I am in heaven. 
Hero Bread tastes great, has a terrific texture, and helps you meet your nutrition goals. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use happier at checkout. That's happier at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Okay, listen, I've been meaning to ask you something forever. Okay, do you think it's gross to taste baby food? Yes, I think it's absolutely disgusting. I would never taste baby food. Okay, so this is, okay. So I mentioned this to a friend because when Eliza and Eleanor were little, sometimes I I wouldn't eat eat a lot of it, but I would definitely taste it just because I was curious, like, what did it taste like? And my friend reacted the way you did, which was to be like, that is so super gross. And I was like, why is that gross? But I can't, I can see why it's, it's more gross to taste baby food than it would be like to taste a French fry off your plate. Why? Why is it gross to taste baby food? Well, part of it is a texture. I think it's, you know, we have talked on the podcast about texture. Yes. And how people have textures they find that they love or that they really don't like. Yeah. And I think for those people who don't like applesauce texture, for instance, then tasting baby food would seem pretty gross. But it seems to go deeper than that. No, it does go deeper. (laughs) Well, the smell. But why would we give our babies something to eat that we don't like if we think it smells bad? Well. Does it smell bad? I don't think it smelled bad. I think of it as not smelling good. I thought that maybe it was more like it was some kind of boundary that you weren't supposed to cross. Like it was for a baby Mm. and so it was somehow wrong for an adult to eat it. But you think it's purely on a food taste texture smell it's a food experience thing not like some kind of boundary crossing i know that's what it seems like for me although i will say gretch on this sort of boundary crossing issue i know people who have tasted dog food because the same reason you're saying they're like well my dog eats this i want to know what it tastes like which in a million years i would never do me neither to me that is a boundary that you don't cross i would not cross that boundary i mean and some people judge pet food, like they don't want to give their pets something that humans couldn't also eat. Well, and I had a friend who cooked people food for her dog. Yes. So a lot of people do that. So I guess my question is, is it gross to taste baby food the way we think it's gross to taste dog food? Or is it gross (laughs) to taste baby food because it's gross to eat something like maybe you wouldn't eat something that is made for baby. I don't know. I'm curious. Like this is just, I was just surprised because my friend wasn't like, oh, gross. Baby food tastes terrible. She was like, she reacted more like dog food. So I was like, this is interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that. To me, that's like a gag reflex eating baby food. I, that would make me gag. Oh, wow. Well, I wear my shoes in the apartment and some people, they think that's really awful that they really like, that is so dirty. How can you wear your shoes in the apartment? And I'm, well, I'm a person who always wants to wear shoes. Like, I never go barefoot. I always have slippers or shoes on, but Mm. I will wear my shoes. And some people just find that just inconceivable to them. Yes. We wear our shoes in the house because Adam is like you. He always has shoes on or slippers. Well, and another thing that we did that people are taken aback is we don't do this anymore, but Jamie and I used to listen to all news radio all night long. Uh, Now we listen to podcasts and we will turn it off. Like, you know, you can have the sleep function, so it'll turn off after 15 minutes or 30 minutes. And I'm sure it's not good for you to have it playing all night, but we did for years. We listened to all news radio all night and people could not believe that. And like, we really did it. Like we would go out of our way to do it. So it's interesting. These questions, things that shock 
some people yeah. and to other people seem completely normal. Yeah. I wonder what other examples of this are. Because yes. it's interesting to think about like where you stand on them. Yeah, it is. Well, I'm firmly in the no baby food camp, Gretch. You can okay. Good to know. take that <laughs> to the bank. Okay, Gretchen, what is our quotation this week? This comes from Eugène Delacroix's journal. You increase your self-respect when you feel you've done everything you ought to have done. And if there is nothing else to enjoy, there remains that chief of pleasures, the feeling of being pleased with oneself. A man gets an immense amount of satisfaction from the knowledge of having done good work and having made the best use of his day. And when I am in this state, I find that I thoroughly enjoy my rest and even the mildest forms of recreation. Nice. So, Liz, are you feeling more happier? Yes, I am feeling more happier. Thank you to Chuck. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Gretchen, here's my question. Do you remember, was any of the baby food good? Did you like the baby food? Um, it was just sort of bland. It wasn't mm. bad. It wasn't good. It was just bland. Mm. Well, you're a yogurt person, which you know. uh, I am. Kind of reminds me of yogurt. From the Onward Project.